Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Coming up on this episode of Could Be Better. Ice luminarias? Ice luminarias! What? If the house is burning down, I'm saving my Christmas ornaments. Right. Including that box with those in it. Oh. Well, who the fuck cares about Christmas? Not Melania. Not Melania. <laughs> it's on tape. I have, to, I have to do the fucking Christmas decorations. <laughs> All right. So, hey, I'm Rob Conlon. And I'm Jay Dewey. And this is Could Be Better. The podcast where we pour drinks. And spill the tea. About what we really think about this month's issue of Better Homes and Gardens Magazine. The December 2020 issue. December 2020. Um, Yes. And so um, this has been, we've been doing the show for three years. Yep. um, With only a short break uh, end of last year. But... um, um, we have decided to uh, wrap things up, to move along. Um, like a big old Christmas present with a bow. Yes. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> and put it under the tree. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Too funny. Um, if only they had given us better wrapping ideas in this issue. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, we'll get there. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Oh gosh! Do you have a cocktail? Um, I have. I have a. Well, I'm going to call it a co- cocktail adjacent. Okay. So I oh. made. You don't have a mocktail, do you? No, fuck no. Oh, um, I have a mulled cider. Uh, Ooh. Wine. Sorry, mulled wine. Mulled wine. Mulled wine. Why did I say cider? Because you said cocktail. Right. And I had to see. Um. Because there's a there's a um, a recommendation little article about what to drink with this and what to drink with that, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I haven't done mulled wine. I, I think we had it once at a Christmas party, um, and then I, the very first time I ever made it was I was like a teenager and I thought I was really fancy <laughs> and I made mulled, <laughs> mulled wine yeah. for my friends. Um, and I was like, maybe I'll just do some malt wine because we have so much wine in the house. And so that's what I did. Oh. So um, I kind of did it like um, kind of like a sangria. Uh, mm, okay. uh, so I took, um, we had a Cab Franc um, that no one else but I will drink. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll just malt this. Um, and so I put in fruits. So I put in um, apples, pears, um, oranges, um, and what. And I always put in my sangria in the summertime, sort of like a splash of um, Saint Germain, mm-hmm. right, to give it a little um, earthy herbal flavor. And then I threw in the usual cinnamon, um, clove. Um, I threw in some juniper berries because we had some. Mm. And you have to, uh, depending on the wine, this sort of needed to be cut a little with the, with the fruit. So I put in a little bit of sugar. 
um, which you don't have to if you have a sweeter wine, but this yeah. was kind of a dry red that, that once, once I started taking a sip and saying apples and oranges in this dry red, <laughs> I, need to, I need to sweeten this up a little bit. Um, so that's my my cocktail adjacent. All right. Good job. How about you? I have a classic um, eggnog oh. made with uh, my pumpkin spice vodka. Oh. And I've garnished it with some graham cracker that's um, falling apart, but it was very cute when I first put it in. That's but I waited awesome. to, to drink it. So they're a little soggy now. Oh, so I would, yeah. You wouldn't like it. I like when you, you like the soggy cereal that you get if you leave it too long. I actually really, really like that. So that's me gagging on soggy bread. Um, So um, speaking of the eggnog, um, I like eggnog. Not everybody likes eggnog. Um, And one of um, Tim's coworkers actually made us coquito. Oh. For Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I had never had it, um, so it's basic. It's like a Puerto Rican eggnog type drink. Yes, um, it was quite good. It was quite. Um, I not everybody likes creamy alcohol, so I think mm-hmm. so. Um, I liked it. Not everybody, you know, our big huge Thanksgiving. <laughs> not. <laughs> not <laughs> Out of the five of us, <laughs> I think two or three of us liked it, liked it. Um, but, you know, eggnog and coquito and sort of those like milky drinks, I think are an acquired yes. taste. Now, I love them because that was my job at, at Thanksgiving growing up um, was to make the eggnog. Because uh, my, fam- my family was, we probably talked about this before, my family only drank eggnog on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We never had it for the rest of the holidays. And so I was in charge of putting in the rum and the brandy and the cream de cocoa and the Bally's. And so you gotcha. wonder why <laughs> I'm hosting a podcast about drinking. And, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and my family put all of that in. So oh the eggnog, wow. yeah, all of that went in. And then the eggnog was sort of like this, almost like a, like a latte color. It was a quite flow brown. on top. It was quite brown by the time. Um, and then my family would drink it and walk around going, I'm schnockered. I'm schnockered. Well, cheers. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's actually quite good. I. I forgot that I actually liked mulled wine. Again, a, an acquired taste. Not everybody likes a warm wine, right? But, yeah, yeah, um, true. So what did you think of this, this month's cover? So this cover, um, oh, gosh. Um, it's a lot of brown. It's, <laughs> it's a, a lot, lot of brown. <laughs> And do we need brown right now? Well, I mean, it's... I, I, I think they were sort of alluding to the shittiness of 2020. <laughs> You're right. It, this is a very 2020 cover. Because um, um, I, I texted you when I got mine, and I was like, yeah, this yeah. is the ugliest cover. Um, 
that I think I've seen in a long time. And we didn't like last year's covered to begin with. But this is like, it's just basically um, a tableau of um, boxes wrapped in brown paper and wrapped up in string, right? I mean, uh, I get the, I get, yeah. I get the homage to all, but it's, it's really boring. Although I must say, I, when she does use actual wrapping paper, yes, like the light blue ones you see in two of these squares, that paper is really, really cool. I agree. But that is like you know, 10% of the cover. Wouldn't you have put that sort of at least off center? It doesn't have to be the exact highlight of the, of the cover, but the highlight of the cover is basically brown on brown on brown on brown, which says shittiness to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. I would have I would have totally flipped them and had brown right. accents, right. and the red and the this cool blue paper would be the right. highlight. I agree. We're on the same page. All right. All right, so what's your first tag? Um, my first tag is page four for Stephen Orr's letter, of course. Um, of course. And also, I, I, uh, I have to admit, since this was our last episode, mm -hmm. I was running low on tags. So I had to be very, very judicious, judicious. in my tagging. Well, you'll, you'll, learn, <laughs> you'll learn that I was being judicious um, and other reasons too, not just because of long my low on tags. I think there's um, a, a whole article that I was like, I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> yes, I mean, I, it was easy to be judicious this time. Right. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> well, on page four for the editor's letter, um, it, it, it's kind of a uh, kind of like where we are right now yeah. in the pandemic. And yep. the holiday season, and talking about how the summer was okay, and there were some actually some good things because you could get outside and do things right. in the neighborhood. And he's kind of worrying about what the winter will bring when you can't do that. Right. Um, I think we all are. Yes, yeah. we are. I, I I would say that's a big concern because we're already feeling like, oh my God, there's nowhere to go with the kids. Mm-hmm. He also yep. talks about how he wants to um, um, make lots of little handmade gifts, which I appreciate. And mm -hmm. this this issue says so a little preview. This issue is all about doing things by hand. Yeah. But also, spoiler: a lot of work. Oh yeah. A lot of work. <laughs> They're saying you have tons of free time. You have nothing else to do. <laughs> So well, make wrapping paper, ribbons. Right. Ornaments, it's like make like everything. make everything. Like make ice luminarias. Oh God, yeah. yes. No, it's 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 a little I mean, I think what they're saying I'm gonna say that they're trying to suggest that we could do any portion of these um, projects, right? But when you fill the entire magazine with it, you're like, mm -hmm. holy crap. I mean, and I do a lot of fucking decorating for Christmas, you and do. I still was like, "This is a lot." <laughs> this is like, like, yeah. I was inspired, though, and you'll learn later. All right. Um, but um, 
I, I, I mean, I thought his points were well made and well taken. I think that there is um, sort of this intentionally connecting to people um, over, you know, Zoom and FaceTime. Um, I thought that that was, how do I say this? I thought it was interesting because I had, I was reading the letter and thought about how much I have left that um, and that how much that was a part of our shelter in place for so much of the spring. Mm -hmm. And that because of the summer, because you could get outside, because we could go by the pool, because we could go for hikes, we sort of stopped connecting to people that way. Mm. Um, and again, we're not going to see any of our families for the holidays, um, you know, because half of the country needs to quarantine to come to New York or we need mm -hmm. to quarantine to go to them. Yep. Right. So we're in a, so I was like, oh, you know, we probably need to become intentional again about connecting um, and set up <clears throat> that Christmas Eve Zoom call with Kelly and Dave or, you know, whatever it is, because we did really sort of abandon that when we got outside. So. There's also a uh, touching tribute to a staff member, a photographer they lost yeah. to blame most. Uh, that actually made me very sad. It did um, make me sad. Um, because, I mean, his work was just in the last issue. It was like. Right. You yeah. Know, and I think. So it shows up on their, on their gram all the time. Yeah, I it was very, uh, I I their tribute was really touching because it's really pointed out how much he had a gift, right? Like, like how did he put it? Like he could see food, right, and see it in a way that other people didn't. And and after they do a shoot, and everybody thought it was fabulous, he'd be like, "I have three other ideas. Let's try them." Mm -hmm. um, and that's something I don't have, which is pretty evident if you look at our Instagram feed. Um, any, <laughs> anytime I try to take a picture of a food or drink, I just can't. Like, I am a pretty good object photographer, right? Even, like, like capturing a moment kind of photographer. But to, photographing food and, and beverage is tough. Mm -hmm. It sure so, is. Yep. Um, I think it was really it, it was it was a touching, a touching um, sort of tribute, um, and it made me want it made me want to have a, a gift. You have gifts. You have lots of gifts. Yeah, but on a happy note. <laughs> so your gifts so. can't be placed in a magazine, but. <laughs> Check out my OnlyFans page and see. <laughs> <laughs> Can't <Could> you imagine? <laughs> oh God, I can't imagine anybody paying to see me naked. So uh, I put a ten pages in to page fourteen. Did you? Did, so this, <clears throat> what did you think? I didn't even know where to go with the gift guide part, because it really is a lot about just here buy stuff. It, after sort of the inspiration of I'm going to make gifts, here was the go buy them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I didn't hate all of it. Um, I, 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, I tagged all of it just to talk about. It. I guess I figured we would talk about it. Yeah, but there was nothing that was like, oh, I need to buy that or I want that. Um, I mean, the mugs on page fourteen were cute. They are cute. But um, then, um, what do you? Uh, just so there's so I maybe I'm just getting old um, and I think about Christmas in a different way <clears throat> like a lot of this stuff no one needs <laughs> so, oh. so I, do you know what I mean like I, I mean, I'm sure we've talked about this on other episodes we have tried we have tried not always successfully but we've tried hard especially in the last five or so years to either buy consumables, right? Foods or make foods or, or um, dinner gift certificates or something like that, or mm-hmm. experiences, right? Like, yep. oh, here's, a, here's something to do, go take your kids and do this. Um, so like, so for me, like soaps and mugs and like, I just am beyond that for people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think. Well, I think a, a gift guide is often its purpose is to give you ideas for those people right. who are impossible to buy for. Right, but like the two um, we're hard to buy for. <laughs> no, not usually. <laughs> I mean, I can't say we're always inspired, um, but we usually have. Or we're usually like, oh, this is a good idea this year. Yeah. Um, so my next tag was on, after I dissed gift giving, um, my next tag was on page 34, plaid Mine tidings. too, mine too. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, without even seeing this issue, Bob went and bought a whole bunch of wrapping paper. Oh! He bought all plaid. Did he really? And what shocked me more, does it all coordinate the same colors? I was shocked. Is he on drugs? <laughs> he must have. He must have been that day. What? That doesn't sound like him at all. Not at all. I I actually can't even imagine him picking out wrapping paper, let alone <laughs> coordinating paper. <laughs> I also had a tag on the plaid tidings. And um, yeah, I mean, it's a tag for love. I've always liked plaids, especially for the holidays. Because mm-hmm. you get the classic, you know, the red, white, and green. That's good. Looks wonderful. There was your hat. He's stripping. Uh, it was He's too stripping. hot. Like, I, I knew it as soon as I put it on. It's like a dollar store <laughs> Santa hat that I glued, um, like a dollar store wreath pick on for my mother like 10 years ago for a party. Oh. And it's like hot as fuck. Anyway, so um, I love this too. I mean, I tagged this for love because I love um, I love the abundance of greenery they have on the door Mm -hmm. and around the doorway, and um, like this just felt this felt like Christmas, whereas the cover (laughs) (laughs) felt so different. Good point. and um, yeah, so I and, and there's a couple of cute ideas too. Like she put little um, 
mini trees and the lanterns instead of candles. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought I thought it was a great idea. And and she mixed faux greens and real greens, which is usually tough to do, but um, it looks pretty good. Yes, this could have been an alternate cover. It should have been the cover. <laughs> Can't argue with the that. <laughs> Yes. And next year, when we're no longer doing the podcast, guess what the cover's going to look like? So on page 36, they start showing us her decorating with plaid. And of course, I had a big, huge tag for love because, hello, she has two trees in her living room. Who doesn't? She's done this the right way. She's stuck to a, a very classic color palette. And um, her decor was uh, pretty, um, it wasn't very colorful to start with. She had a good right. background for this right. kind of uh, stuff without being all white and all boring. Um, yeah. So I think this was a good way for her to do that. And basically she could have chosen any, uh, any motif for the holidays she wanted. And so she is, she's good with the plaid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically, her the the backdrop of of her living room is like what she called an almost black wall, right? So it's it like she could have done. She could have done sherbet colored, you know, pinks and blues and, you know, but we've seen that before. We've never seen plaid. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it though. I mean, I think it, it's great. Um, well, that's why it's a classic. It works. Right. And so she basically, well, she pulled, and this is the thing that I think um, we have never done fully. Like she pulls the plaid through a whole bunch of different decorating throughout the house for the holiday, right? So she brings it into throw pillows, um, table linens, all that sort of stuff. Like, I think that's a really cool um, idea. I just think I'd get tired of it in a couple of years because I get tired of everything. Yeah. That's you the thing. Know? You have to, um, you commit to this look right. for a few years at least. Or you're spending gobs of money switching out your decor each year. Right. If you can do that, great. More power to you. Maybe you could be in a magazine if you can. Maybe. Did you <laughs> see, speaking of, of decor themes for the holidays, did you see the White House Christmas this year? I did not. Oh, go look. Do I want to? Is it as creepy as it's been in the past? It's worse. It's worse. It's Is it worse. like black? <laughs> Actually, black can be cool. Close. Oh my God, Close. I gotta go look. Well, who the fuck cares about Christmas? Not Melania. Not Melania. <laughs> it's on tape, I have, to, I have to do the fucking Christmas decorations. <laughs> so I moved on, unless you, you have more plaid stories no, to tell. No, no, I'm okay. done. So I'm on page 42. Page 42. Oh. So I was being judicious with my tags, but this one got a tag for hate. 
<laughs> only, only because, or most because, just the the kind of the attitude I, that I get from the the headline, or the or the the uh, the subheader. Presence is still unwrapped. Mistletoe, skip it. Right. Table escape, pass. You know what I pass Whatever. on? I pass on you. <laughs> Lauren Shaber. <laughs> Your husband <sighs> may be cute, but the attitude's got to go. But the, but the whole problem is none of that, it's all, it's all a lie. Because they do all of those things exactly. in the children's playroom exactly. instead of their main living area. So they still did all the shit. So, <laughs> I mean, the goddamn playroom has a fireplace in it. So, <laughs> I know. I don't understand. They decorated the fireplace. I don't understand. Right? So, I. I didn't have a tag for hate on that particular page. I had a tag for meh about the whole concept. Because okay. um, I also feel like, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy decorating every room, which I do. Um, I just have this real, first of all, I struggle with an entire swaths of people's homes dedicated solely to children right okay like um i grew up where my playroom was the living room and you cleaned up and you told to get cleaned you know clean it up right um <clears throat> so the fact that they have a room a pretty large room um with french doors and the like dedicated to their children's play area and dedicated enough and big enough that they can be in a magazine because they decorated this room for Christmas just makes me grossed out. <laughs> I, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I it's got, I don't know. It's got, someone posted on either Facebook or Instagram and, and this is what this room feels like. They posted a, a, a statement from somebody on Twitter that said, please stop telling your children <clears throat> that their iPads um, and their you know, whole ski outfits and their you know, $400 mountain bike came from Santa Claus because the next door neighbor probably got a pair of socks from Santa Claus because that's all Santa Claus could afford. And so why don't you think about talking about some items are purchased by mom and dad and other items are from Santa Claus because the rest of the world doesn't necessarily get iPads for Christmas, right? Um, and that's what this room feels like, right? Like, now go show all your friends just how bougie <laughs> we are. We're in a magazine and you're the best playroom on the block. Uh, <laughs> oh, but we love them. Yeah, I do love. I I honestly do love on page forty four. Yeah, their armoire that they the armoire super they cute. Call the Narnia wardrobe so I, yes. because I love Narnia, the books and the movies. Um, and then and, they, and there's a seating reading area in the armoire. 
I think that's weird. <laughs> you love it's the armoire. I do. Well, I know. I love the armoire and I love the idea of it. But then they go on to say that it has a, a cushioned reading nook inside of yeah. it. And right. that just makes me think, like, oh, so um, mommy needs quiet time. So go in your reading nook. I'm going to close the door. And you read, you read a book in your armoire. That may not be what they do. I'm just saying that's what came to my nah. mind when I first read it. I said, oh, so mommy really wants quiet time. Like you, you lock yourself in a closet and I'll have my quiet time. <laughs> now, now, they did not call it the flowers in the attic armoire. It is. <laughs> Come on, there's all this other 70s references going on. Why not flowers in the attic? Um, so, so um, I. I thought that armoire was the best part of the whole thing, and I and the whole Narnia thing was awesome. Um, I I enjoyed all that. I even didn't mind locking the kid in the armoire to like get them out oh, of okay. your hair. Right. <laughs> it felt totally it's a plus normal. in your book. <laughs> felt total normal childhood to me. Oh. <laughs> um, but it, it was just the overall whole thing of it, like. I don't know. It's so, I don't, like, where do you go from there? Where do you go from my playroom was in Better Homes and Gardens? Like, there, it, it, you either go up to, like, CEO of the next big thing or, like, down into, like, drug-addicted, Dumpster diving, right? <laughs> you go up to go, uh, my up, my yacht is featuring better yachts and dinghies. <laughs> what do you think about page forty nine? Page forty nine. So, if you were, um, you know, had nothing else to do, you had to craft <laughs> everything your own from scratch. <laughs> to give you a whole bunch of wreaths to make that take up tons of material and tons of time. <laughs> oh my let me, god! Let me, let me tell you, this weekend Joe and I made our own wreaths. Our, okay. From real fir branches. Okay. Um, and it took us hour tops. Right. And we we both made them. We had you know, wire branches. Really? Did you follow? Did you follow, uh, follow the um, urban farmer who showed you how to make garland? Is that what you did? You wired the branches together and then. Um, no, I mean I was taught how to make wreaths by my mom, my ah. mom a long time ago, so I knew. But I just I did teach Joe how to do it. I said it's like riding a bike. Once you know, you know. You'll always know. It's so easy. Right. It's not a mystery at all. But. Um, what I don't have time for is cutting a million fucking things out of felt <laughs> or um, metallic paper. I mean, <laughs> the results are beautiful. The results. So the so but, the felt one is cute. I mean, I feel like it's. I don't. I don't need to do that. Um, I I had a tag for love on page fifty of the metallic paper one because I I the overall the finished look was really cool. 
it's a very modern right it's not yes. here but i agree like folding the leaves you have to cut out the leaves fold the leaves um basically create creases in the leaves then unfold them then put them on the wreath that it does take time it does and if you love doing it great go for it but again this is one of those things where i could see one year i'm just gonna like oh i remember that and this is what i'll do i remember there was a copper toned wreath in one of the, the uh -huh. better homes magazines let me find it and i'm gonna do it this year because our theme is copper so i don't think they're saying do all of these jay or maybe they are they're not you know they're not but um if and if you're crafting you like doing this great but um i looked at all these and thought oh my god who has time they are time consuming i mean i did love uh especially the one on 53 the wreath made of wrapped presents, little presents. Yeah, that was cute. That was really cool. Super cute. Okay, I moved on to fifty-eight. On fifty-eight, um, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't waste a tag on this one. It's <laughs> <laughs> called full palette decorate for the holidays with ribbons. With ribbons. Um, and if you weren't doing that already, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Who doesn't decorate with ribbons? Um, the only thing I, <laughs> I had a tag for love and a tag for hate. Um, I put a tag for love because she replaced, you know, traditional, um, railing, uh, garland with wreaths down, down the stairwell, which I thought. Gotcha. It, it's a, a distinct look, and I thought it was really well done and interesting. Um, I had a tag for hate for the stupid ribbons. Just they look like they're taped to the wall. It's just pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but this is her art. This is her. This is. I'm gonna say it one more time. Okay. She's in the magazine, and we're not. <laughs> right. So my next tag was on page 66. Of course it was. Because um, fitting for our last episode, um, Mr. Eddie Ross is featured. <gasps> I'm almost crying because we're not going to talk about him anymore. And one page. Um, Rapper's Delight. W-R-A-P-P-E-R-S. Rapper's Delight. Different ways to creatively wrap presents. Again, if you have a lot of time. <laughs> on your hand and you were wrapping gifts <laughs> no but this is one thing i wish i had the time to do this, this. is this is fun i mean some of it's really cute and creative but you yeah. have to you have to like dedicate you got to dedicate some time to doing this yeah. yeah and you have to choose who you're going to give this elaborate wrapping job to because right you, you don't want to do this for the kids they're just going to rip it apart so you know how you get all those ads now like any dog face on on socks or yeah, something like yeah. that like so it had that feel to it but i actually really like the the wallpaper the wrapping paper concept because um it is cute right I mean, he cute. sort of he sort of suggests you know you put the person's picture on their gift 
Um, but I could see like doing this, like a, a family taking some family photographs and using that as their paper, especially again, if you're sending it to somebody that you're not going to see this year, yeah. right? Instead of, you know, or even like, here's an old picture we found of you all um, going through the, you know, the, the tub in the basement and making wrapper paper out of it. Sure. But again, to me, it becomes part of the gift. So you may not want to open it. Yeah. And then he tries to say that um, when you do this, you can skip the gift tag because they'll know that the present is for them because their pictures on it. Um, writing a gift tag like to Tyler is not as big of a deal as spending 11 bucks for custom wrapping paper. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the, I love the concept too. I love the concept and I had a tag for that statement too. <laughs> Especially since for the last, what am I going to be? I am 50. For the last 50 years, my mother has wrapped every Christmas, all of my gifts in one paper, all of my brother's gifts in another paper. Now, as we are, you know, we have partners and all of that, all of Tim's are in one paper, mine in a different paper, Michael's in a different paper, and she actually doesn't put tags on them. She says, your paper this year is the Santa Claus uh, on the unicorn, right? It. Your paper this year is the angel with the bells. That's uh, the way to do it. <laughs> And, and my mom ain't spending no $11 a roll. <laughs> no. But it's a cute idea. I did like it. Yes. I stopped next on Z1. You skipped over Evergreens? Um, no, I do not have the C section. <gasps> oh my God. I had it again. Wow. I, <laughs> I don't have the Z section. Wow. I go from. I have um, reward cat, the absorbent cat letter to the Reynolds wrap directly onto page 73, learn about your winter greens. Oh my God. Wow. What is in you, Z1? You have this, you missed this whole article making ice luminarias. Ice luminaries! What? I love them. Well, you. My best friend in high school used to make them. You missed out. I guess this is why. This is why uh, when you get your magazine early, you miss <laughs> out on Z one. Totally, that's not in my. And I probably love that article too. So that's why I was. I was all while you were on Z one. I was already mm -hmm. on ninety eight. Gotcha. <laughs> Felted monograms, dried citrus rounds, a brown paper pack. Blah 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 blah. And then a lot of wine. Um, and brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of Bree, Bree's favorite things. <laughs> Get that last name. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is so. This is this is the creator of our cover concept. Yes. Another family with a lot of time on their hands. A lot of time. A whole bunch of time. Um, <laughs> uh, she, she loves pine. Okay. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> um, 
Well, I mean, pine wood furniture. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's, oh yeah. <laughs> um, gosh, I mean, I, so I I like um I like parts of her look. Um, uh, yeah, some of her her aesthetic is cool. Um, I really couldn't get into it. I was kind of like. Like on page 101, 100 and 101, they're doing a whole spread of their living room and their tree. And that sort of like country, you know, it's not cranberries, but it, it sort of like speaks to cranberry garlands, right? It's, these are felt balls. Um, and, the, and the dried fruit rings and sort of like the little crafty ornaments. This was sort of the tree I grew up with. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I, I have a I have a space in my heart for it. Um, I just look mm. <laughs> at just like I'm like yeah. I got I got an entire basement full of Christmas tubs. <laughs> I am not drying fruit. On page 104, um, my kids and I were very jealous of her kids play uh, uh, treehouse between the boys' beds. I love that. Oh, jeez. If I had one, we would probably decorate it too. But you, um, have, so a you have lots of Lego lands. Do you decorate the yes, Legos? Yeah. Well, you do. Well, those are already done. Right. A whole Lego Christmas village up. Wow. Oh yeah. That's bougie. Bougie. It is. <laughs> yep, that's Bob's thing. Very cool. If we're moving on, I have like a mind blowing experience to share with you. Really? Yeah. Starting on page one fourteen? Starting on page one fourteen. Okay. Um, and so this is gonna all collide into one big mishmash, right? Oh, no. So um, last month you did the whole like because they we hate the like star maker what is it style maker at the back yeah. skip it now so you said let's pick a a throwback um, design concept um, and we'll each trade off and talk about it and so you did yours last month and it was my turn this month mm -hmm. knowing that it was Christmas um, and knowing that um, I'm a crafty queer. Um, I said, oh my God, I'm going to do a throwback to my own designs in the 70s, um, where I made um, uh, tuna can dioramas and can lid <laughs> ornaments and um, pine cone ornaments, right? And I mm -hmm. spent days trying to find pictures. Uh, on Pinterest, all over the place for ones that look most similar to the crafts that I did. Because every year what mm -hmm. I would do for all of, all of the women in my family, I would make them presents. So, um, and, one, and one of the ones that sticks out, the two that stick out in my brain the most were the tuna can diorama um, and, the, and the lid ornament, right? So I try to find all these pictures. I find like two I'm actually going to share my screen. I find two. Um, 
share screen. Share. Right? <laughs> oh, I okay. do. Yes. Okay. Yep. So I found these two pictures. So it, this uh, tuna can um, diorama is the closest thing I could find. It's actually much more elaborate than mine was. But this is what I did. I, I mm -hmm. made an arc, arch shape out of it. I just I didn't leave it a circle. And then the little lid ornaments, I cut out Christmas cards and glued them decoupage them. Oh, I um, see. and this has like ball fringe on it mm -hmm. but um i did i think mine had rickrack right because <laughs> so so i spent all this time looking for things that lined up close to what i had mm -hmm. right and then i opened up the magazine <laughs> and there is an entire article dedicated to every single craft I ever did wow. as a child and is my throwback for the month. Wow. <laughs> that I is mind-blowing. I opened up the magazine and I showed the guys. I was like, no fucking way. Look at these dioramas. This is what I'm talking about. At the <laughs> I was like, and it's the last article. So we don't even need to do a separate throwback. <laughs> But I literally, Crazy. like, it, it blew my brain open. I was like, what the fuck? This is exactly what I was going to talk about. Almost every single one of the crafts, starting on page 114, from paper trees on the mantle, which we still have some sitting on our mantle, um, to making stockings, to, um, I didn't make, the, I didn't do the, egg crate garland um but i just told you about the crazy garland i did make to page 118 um this very year i made not just jar lit i didn't make jar lit ornaments this year but i made greeting card cutout ornaments from old <laughs> greeting cards that i sent to my friends i didn't make the little orb that they make but okay. i made um snowflakes all right, and I took all these different cards and put there them together and put a jingle bell in the middle. Um, I'm tagged on Instagram with it. My friend put it up. <laughs> I literally almost died when I saw this. I saw uh, the on page what is it, 121 the the little houses, right? They, they, they make the little snow houses. Oh yes, those are cute. I made I made out of we didn't have a lot of money out of cardboard that I cut up boxes and glued together these little houses and made our own little village that I didn't put on our table. I actually put it under our Christmas tree. I made ornaments out of pine cones, right? I, the only thing I didn't do was the pom-pom um, napkin <laughs> ring holders, but I've made napkin ring holders. I, this is, this, if you want to know anything about my love for crafts, this is it right here. This is where it all came from. Gotcha. It's almost like Stephen brought it back as a gift for me. <laughs> Let's just go with that. That's the reason. I heard these guys were thinking about ending their podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to throw this in. So I gotta give this so, but but gift. that is 
literally, I've said it three times now. It like, like my brain just like busted open because this is exactly what I was going to talk about in throwback. Amazing. Um, and I am now going to go back to making lid jar dioramas. Right. They're so cute. Can I share a story about um, the greeting card ornaments? Yeah. Um, um, not as mind-blowing as uh, finding your own crafts in the middle. <laughs> um, but um, my, so um, I have told this story. I told this story on my own, my previous podcast, which is you know, years ago. But um, so when my, um, my mother was a, an artist, a crafter, as you know, yep. and um, she, um, she got, she developed a, an autoimmune disease with her thyroid. And so um, she was ill for a long time and uh, she was finding it hard and hard to craft. So um, I would say around the, uh, I think it was in the spring. So right around um, uh, St. Patrick's Day, I went to her apartment and she always had a Christmas tree up. It would change depending on the season. So it was Christmas, Valentine's, Mm -hmm. St. Patrick's. When I went to see her, the St. Patrick's Day, tree was up but she was making ornaments for her easter tree oh and she had switched from using fabric which was her medium for a long time to paper like scrapbook paper okay because it was easier for her okay so uh, i said oh what are you doing and she had all these easter things out on her work table i'm making stuff for my easter tree then she got way sicker i was in the hospital in and out in and out and then um, when, when she passed away, I went back, of course, to her apartment um, right after she passed away. And I found, or we, my, my brothers and I found that the um, Easter crafts were all put away and out on the work table was a bunch of Christmas paper, scrapbook paper. And she had made three ornaments just like they show here on page Oh 19. my god. So the these circles of paper glued yeah. together to make an orb. And uh, she she made three. And she has three sons. Aww. Because and so what I like to think is that she was like, okay, the end is coming. Right. I need to make a last Christmas present for each boy. Uh, and so even though she could barely move her hands anymore. She somehow right. managed to cut out all these little circles. All these little circles, all yeah. As a final Christmas gift. Oh. And so beautiful. I've told that story to my, my kids and to Bob. And I said, uh, boys, if you ever want to know what love is, that is love. That. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. So I've always said that if the house is burning down, I'm saving my Christmas ornaments. Right. Including that box with those in it. Oh, that's gorgeous. Well, you know, I, you know, I was fortunate enough to be the recipient of some of your mom's boxes. Ah uh, right. yes, that's right. And, and I still have some of uh, some of the stuff I've 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 actually crafted with some of her materials before, um, and I've crafted. So I sent um, 
my friends, the Wadaras in, in Wilton, Connecticut, every year since they had their first child 22 years ago, I send them, I start sending them an ornament and now they have three daughters, so they get three ornaments every year. And I often craft them. Well, I've started crafting them. I, um, but some of the stuff that I've done in the past has included some of the, the pieces from your mom's boxes. Oh. Um, and I've done... Actually, your mom had a lot of holiday stuff, right? <laughs> Not yeah, just Christmas. Yeah. I have, I still have, um, uh, like, kind of like Fourth of July ribbon. It's sort of like red, white, and blue. I still have a whole bunch of that stuff now. Now I'm gonna have to start making lid dioramas with some of it. There you go. <laughs> Nothing That's would beautiful. make her more happy. Oh my god. Oh my God, I'm gonna dream about that tonight. That was beautiful. That was way more exciting than my finding my own self in the mask. No, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> um, so in terms of, other than just it being, oh look, this is exactly what I was gonna talk about and I've already done all of this. Um, I think the reason why I'm, I think the reason why I did all of this is because it is doable stuff, right? And so, um, and it, some of it is so retro feeling um, that I might go back and do some of it again. Um, so we'll see. Maybe, maybe next year, Jay, you'll get your December issue. And one of the other fantastic things I've done for Christmas in the past will show up on the pages of Better Homes and Gardens. I, I'm waiting. <laughs> uh, one of these days. I'm waiting. So anyway, get your, your glue gun out and do anything from page 114 to one, well, 122 is the instructions. So 114 to 121 is, is the glitterer's workbook. <laughs> And I love the uh, color palette they used here. Yes. Not, not the traditional red and green. No. Sort of the, the, uh, the blues and uh, so, uh, like a soft, almost, I don't want to say Robin's egg, but close to that. But then a bright red, right? So. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Love that. Very, very cool. And um, that's, that's it. That's, that's all it. I had. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. Uh, and, and then I was like, and then as I'm going through, I was like, fucking A, I need to do the throwback and the throwback is right here. This is the best ending to the best podcast ever. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> yeah. So there it is. Another one in the books. In the books. So... Um. I suppose we should just wrap it up. What, what more is there to say? I don't know. For this issue, no. So I'm Rob Common. And I'm Jay Dewey. And they are home. And your garden. Be just a little bit better. Than your neighbors. And your best friends. Bye. There you go. Goodbye. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Hanukkah. Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Joy holidays. To the world. Let's... Pray. Project joy all the time. Project joy. <laughs> oh, there you go.
Could Be Better is hosted by Rob Conlon and Jay Dewey and is produced and edited by Jay Dewey. Thank you so much for listening over the past three years. You can always go back and listen to previous episodes on our Apple Podcast page or on Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Our website, couldbebetterpodcast.com, will be up for a few more months. Our theme music has been provided by bensound.com. Thanks to Tim Lawton, Michael Hall, Bob Brink, and others who have been such an integral part of our success. Thank you again for listening. We will be following up this last episode with a special wrap-up episode. Thanks once again. Should we put the cookies out? Should we find... Should we hide them from Santa? Then he can find them? I don't know, because if you hide them, it might take him longer to leave your presents. You don't want him to forget to leave your presents, do you? I think you should put the cookie right out front, say, here's the cookies, leave our presents. I might. How about you say to leave your presents? I'm going to ask Daddy Jay if we can go to the us any store and just buy a bunch of different cookies. What? You buy Shut your mouth. You're dumb as I be jump. And then dump a whole tray of them onto a plate and let Santa Claus enjoy. Just enjoy. I, I I bet you you could make your own cookies and you'd really enjoy them too. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy more cookies than you know, <laughs> 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 <laughs>